Welcome to Gain That Tune. It's game that tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game that tune in the house once again for episode 298. And my God, guys, what a show we've got coming for you. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, welcome in. What a show you're about to experience. What we do here is listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for our next episode and plays some uh, bonus tunes. And our winner last week was me. Fantastic me. Bringing the heat. Bringing every, uh, every character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. We settled it in Smash last week. And uh, it went by so quickly that that inspired the theme for this week's episode. The theme for this week is fast. Fast games. Games in which you go fast. Games in which your character is fast. Games that you can beat in a hurry. Perhaps a, you know, a speedrunning game or two might pop up on tonight's show. But whatever the, uh, whatever the games are, you gotta go fast. It's, uh, I think, a pretty good theme. I, I think it's uh, I think it's got a lot of fun potential. I think it might be uh, lobbing a softball at old John Regan. Um, just uh, just spitballing here, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like this episode might only be twenty minutes long. Exactly, guys. You know, oh, my dream episode. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know, the show times, the run times have gotten a little out of control as time's gone on. I mean, I guess that kind of happens for long-running shows. We we fall in love with ourselves a little bit. We have a little bit more to say. We have a little bit too much fun. You know, we do lightning rounds containing every single character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know, but I I have never stopped taking to heart the uh, you know feedback that I got early on in this podcast's history. That said, you know, if you guys cut back on the talking, this show could be about 20 or 30 minutes long. <laughs> and I'm like, now hold on now. <laughs> Are you saying that? <laughs> you got rid of the podcast part. You say we could slim down the podcast by 20, 30 minutes? And the, the, the person that was commenting, some you know random Redditor, was like, no, no, no. Just you know, don't talk about the games. Just play the music and guess it. I'm like... What are we even doing here, fella? Like, <laughs> so you want a playlist, not a podcast? Yeah, I think and you follow you know, Why would you care if we can guess the games if we don't get to discuss them afterward? Like, who, who the fuck are we? <laughs> so, you know, man, you know, it, it's been five years, and I've finally taken that to heart. So, Johnny, I hope that we're able to trim this episode down to a good twenty to thirty minutes after just, the, after this intro. <laughs> we're just doing one song each, right? Oh yeah, and only ten seconds of each song. Oh my god! Um, no, see, here the thing. Here's the thing. We're gonna do a normal episode, but it needs to be edited down to twenty thirty minutes. By the yes. way, Johnny, you're on editing duty this week, <laughs> right? <laughs> I need you to really find some things to trim out of the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
basically, you know, discussions, uh, <laughs> calculate the computer, uh, any any fan content whatsoever. There's no request anymore. Um, go ahead and just delete your channel, and <laughs> that should uh, that should free up some gaps. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's gonna be a fast episode. Fast in the uh, in the games, probably fast in some of the tunes. Uh, maybe not fast in the uh, discussions. You know, we're we're pushing it to midnight tonight, guys. Really gonna draw this one. Out. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's gonna be a lot, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Who's ready for game one? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hammer that Zootopia sloth joke home. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, ah. Ah. <laughs> God damn it, you son of a bitch! Ah. <laughs> ah, yeah, Nick. Oh, David. <laughs> he just saw the movie because he likes it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request. And, of course, as always, we want to hear from you fans. Johnny's dropping the hotline number in the Discord. Call and leave us a, a fast voicemail, a quick message, if you will. Just uh, tell us your favorite, uh, you know, fast character or fast game. Or, you know, if you hear us say something objectionable that you uh, just want to be like, hey, fuck you, call and say that. <laughs> you know, say what it was about. Don't just call and say, hey, fuck you. <laughs> No, no, actually, do just call and say, hey, yeah. fuck you. As long as you say it fast, that's what's <laughs> yeah. important. Exactly. Try, and, try and say, hey, fuck you, as fast as possible. <laughs> Breathless. Make it just like one shrieking noise out of your mouth. But do we that. have to understand that that's what you're saying. You can't just be like, oh, I'll be funny and go, oh, I said it. You know, yeah, you know, anybody that calls and just leaves an incoherent noise, I assume yeah. they call and say, hey, fuck you. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and we just got to jump right into it, Johnny. So start them up. Game one.
All right. Um, so this is the only game in this series without an optional boss. reveal your answers there are some people who will say this is only part of a game but i maintain that this is a separate game and even the official company's website says this is a prequel to another game so yeah screw it it's a standalone title so okay david that's the a more, lot of qualifying the more you say it the less i believe you uh-huh. <laughs> all right so um Johnny says Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment. Um, John says Spectre Knight's DLC. And Jesse says, okay. Oh, I think I was kind of right. It's one of those Shovel Knight spinoffs. Um, yeah, let's call that a hat trick. Wait, that's... Sorry, that's not Yeah, right. let's call that a hat trick. Uh, what's my hat trick key? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This where did it really fast? slowing the show down. No, where? Yeah, no. Where did it go? It's like disappeared from my soundboard here. How embarrassing for you, John. Yeah. <sighs> Supposed to be so, minus. Um, assume that. Assume that I'm going to edit that in, and yeah. David acts as though he played the right sound. <laughs> Everyone, clip that and send it to Johnny so he can remember it. Also, please make sure you get me performing the hat trick jingle. Um. Go so on. yeah, this is Spectre of Torment. Um, Shovel so, Spectre of Torment, eh? So, like, yeah, you could say this is, like... I don't know. See, it's you weird. Could. Because all of the Shovel Knight games, like Spectre of Torment, Plague of Shadows, and whatnot, they were all released as DLC to, the, to Shovel Knight. Yeah. But as soon as they released the first one they kind of changed it to one complete package where like there was Shovel Knight and then they released Plague of Shadows I think first and then it became Shovel of Hope and Plague of Shadows and then they added more and it's honestly like four different games all under one umbrella because if you play the first Shovel Knight and then you play Spectre of Torment they are two completely different games so 
I say that counts. And the reason that I say that counts is because if you play the first Shovel Knight, Shovel of Hope, it's very similar to a classic Mega Man title. Okay, now hold on. Did they do the Star Wars thing where they went back and renamed the original thing something Hope? Yes, they did. <laughs> okay, that's funny. In that case, you know, I, I forgive everything. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. And then... Ah! God. <laughs> that's not it. Hot take. Holy shit, Johnny. <laughs> so, to go back to my earlier point, if you play a Shovel of Hope, it's very much like a classic Mega Man. And then if you play Spectre of Torment, it's the Mega Man X version. Like, it is so much faster and more fluid than the original Shovel Knight. And it's my favorite of all of these games, which I maintain are individual games. Um, and it's all because of... The game is a prequel. Um... So you you play as Spectre Knight before he becomes Spectre Knight, and he's just a dude named Donovan, and he ends up going and recruiting the different knights to serve the Enchantress. And I won't excuse me, I won't spoil the ending, but it actually has kind of a sad, bittersweet ending, which is impressive for serve like, the Enchantress. <laughs> well, no, because he he gets all seven knights. And then she needs an eighth spot, and like, it has a it has a bittersweet, sad ending. And I wasn't expecting that, especially in like an eight bit game. Like the ending really kind of touched me. Um, but really, the game is just super fast paced because Shovel Knight just kind of runs. He waxings with his shovel, and he does the little pogo jump, and that's it. But Specter Knight can slash with his slash. <clears throat> Spectre Knight can slash with his scythe, but he can also run up walls, jump off of walls, and do like an air slash, which is an effective way to defeat enemies, but also you can do that to certain objects in the background. So you chain these things together, so you run up a wall, jump off of it, jump again, slash against a chandelier to move across. Like, this game is so fast-paced and so fluid-moving, it's so much fun. Like, it's fun to move around in this game. I mean, it was, I, you know, I still think it was fun to move around in Shovel Knight. Because, uh, you know, just kind of Mega Man level uh, slow moving with a little bit of shovel bouncing. That's, that's my speed, baby. I never actually did play uh, the Spectre Knight DLC. So, I, you know, I saw a lot of videos of it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's fucking, you know changing the whole game on him and making it more of like a like an action you know crazy movement kind of thing like you know okay very cool very cool but uh, I, I also love because similar to um, the Shovel Knight game um, you can get different armors and there's a special code you can input um, because you you run up walls for a very brief period um, so you have to like run up and then jump and whatnot like you can't just cling to walls but there's a special armor you can get with a code that turns you blue that basically gives you Mega Man X wall physics. Mmm. Okay. That was super fun. Yeah. I like, uh, cause yeah, that's, you know, Mega Man X is one of my favorite, like, you know, games where they added wall jumping to something you're already familiar with. <laughs> like, it just feels right, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, once you kind of figure out how to do it in that first area, like, fall down with the B. And it makes you figure out how to wall jump. It's like, 
Alright, yeah. I can do this for every fucking level in this game. This is cool. Yeah, Mega Man's been doing this for years. And it's also because when you do that slash attack, like, against an enemy, and not, like, some background element or whatever, there's a little, like, recoil, so it makes the bosses go super easy because you just kind of jump up and then keep downward slashing them over and over so you fucking tear through bosses in this game love that hmm. um it's making me realize this discussion you know it's been a while since i played shovel knight there's not really power-ups in shovel knight is there there are you get the like relics which give you certain moves like the there's like the chain or the like chain anchor relic that kind of works like Castlevania's axe. Um, you do get new relics, mm. completely different ones as Spectre Knight. Um, so, like, there's a teleporting attack where you just kind of teleport to the nearest enemy and fuck them up. Um, and as I'm thinking of all the other differences between Spectre Knight and Shovel Knight and playing through their different games, um, I forgot the most important one, particularly for this theme. Certain levels have grind rails, where you just jump on your scythe and grind on your scythe, and it's badass. Yeah, that's fucking great. I was thinking, like, you know, there's no, uh, again, it's been a while, but there's no something equivalent to, say, a star in Mario, where you get in your invincible and you can run really fast and just run through everything. Uh, no. Yeah, so, you know, no real speed-ups in the original Shovel Knight, so... You know, a game where you move faster and do si uh, you know sick grinds. Yeah, that sounds fucking great. That's uh, you know, it's really good. They should uh, they should keep making these. So, the, how many DLCs they end up making? Like four, and because uh, there's this one, and there's the Plague Knight, and the King Knight, and does the King Knight and include Showdown, or is that its own thing? So, they made four different. Campaigns. There was Shovel Knight, King Knight, Plague Knight, and Spectre Knight. Okay. And then they added in the, like, Showdown, which was basically Smash Brothers, but for Shovel Knight. Um, yeah. But each game also kind of got its own mini game. So, like, King Knight, there was a weird card yeah, game. Yeah. That was just, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, if I remember, I think Spectre Knight got, like, a... It was like a almost like a rhythm game because you were in a room with like potions jumping everywhere and you had to time them right to like hit them all. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm just saying they should have made DLC for all the knights. Uh, I would have loved a fucking polar knight game. Yeah, I bet oh. you that would have gone fast. Could slide down some uh, some ice caps or something. I would have liked the yeah. uh, exactly. Tinker Knight. That would be a fun one. Yes. Oh yes. You know, knight spy, something. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and the rest, yeah, all those yeah. other memorable nights that I definitely remember. <laughs> uh, Treasure night, right? Um, Black knight, Propel propeller night, and shield night. Black knight and shield night technically weren't part of them. Okay, hang on. This shield is gonna drive, this is gonna drive me nuts if I don't do it. Okay, Gladys knight, <laughs> king plague Wayne knight, <laughs> king plague specter treasure. Uh, propeller, Polar, Rocket Knight. Who were the other two? Mm, yep, Rocket Knight. Oh, um, Mole and, um... Mole Knight. I feel like I remember that. That's made up. All the ones I said were true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the, I, I would I would kill to play as White Knight. Oh, Moon Knight. 
Moon Knight. There it is. Okay, yeah. I. This is gonna drive me nuts. So all of our Game That Tune fans who are listening right now, check the Discord for our voicemail hotline. Give us a call. Who is the eighth knight? Yeah. In Shuffle Knight. And make sure your answers are real. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't call up with fake answers. Yeah, don't call in and say some nonsense, Knight. Yeah, no nonsense on the hotlines, guys. Wacky, Knight. No, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> hey, Knight. Hey, fuck you, Knight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, cool. Uh, David, anything else on this fantastic DLC for uh, Shovel Knight? This wonderful... Um... Oh, is it Shovel Knight? It's Shovel Knight, Jesse. The, the base game is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's... It's like, Wait, is this I, just DLC or is these real games? I dare you I to play. I dare just realize it's something. I dare you. You're trying you. to bamboozle me. Okay, can I have the floor? I dare you to play Shovel Knight and then Spectre of Torment and tell me it's the same game. I You're dare David. you. <laughs> David, I will <laughs> absolutely do that. Yeah, like, you rage you jump. Torment, I have Pull up my Wii U and open Shovel Knight. <laughs> Just say At the end of the day, oh. David, you're not getting game over, man. <laughs> you don't have to do I'm any more saying, defending. It's like four different games that were released under one umbrella. <laughs> right. Wait, is this a Capcom game? Is this part of Resident Evil? You know, I had a different game in mind, but I didn't think it fit the fast theme, and I didn't want to argue, so I went with this, and now here what I am arguing, game? so time is a flat circle. What was the other game? <laughs> it's all good. I want to know, yeah, what did, what did you uh, what did you abandon to, to pick this? I am not going to tell you, because I'm still opting to use it on the game in a, a future episode. Oh, okay. Okay, but, yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah, it was not... a game where you could beat each stage in, like, five to ten minutes, so it went by fast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Relatively fast games. Technically, that's all Sonic games. So, wait. Okay, I missed the part about um, what makes this game fast. Oh, it's when he rhymes with the scythe. So, everything is faster than Shovel Knight, basically. Your character is significantly faster and moves through the stages fast. So, it's comparatively fast as opposed to Okay, I get it. Yes, we should go to the next game because David is stupid and sucks. No, no, no. I think that's definitely not the reason. Jesse, this is episode 298 of Game That Tune, and the theme is fast games, in case you were to ask. Game 2. It's the second game.
All right, guys. Um, so in this game, the uh, player gets to pilot a hyper-advanced fighter jet designated L4NC3R. guys who's feeling great always hell yeah i'm feeling super good good you should johnny yeah, oh yeah i feel good i feel good here good. we go i'll be uh, honest it was the second song that gave it away i'm gonna thank our requester this request came to us via game that tune.club from cx trife thank you very much cx for the request johnny has drawn a dick and he's called it richard knight i like it Jesse says, afterburner climax, he's in the right neck of the woods. David has the correct answer. This is Jet Lancer. Yes. That, uh, that designation on the jet, of course, you know, L4, 
N C three R very very clever designation there. It spells Lancer, but then like you know lead speak guys. Oh, um, oh. yeah. I thought it's gonna um, be a <laughs> I see you ate one of my situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, utter nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this game. Uh, I have not played this game, but in preparing for this week's show, I was you know reviewing the various requests, trying to you know give each one a listen, see what each one was about, and this one just really struck my fancy, man. This is on my Switch wish list now. This game looks dope as hell. Isn't uh, this a game where you're like flying around as a jet and you fight enemies and hunt like giant robots while moving like super sonic? Yes, pretty much. Okay. It's uh, side-scrolling, uh, shoot 'em up, and you know from see the thing that initially caught my eye was the, the the art style, the graphic style looked really cool. I thought based on like the little trailer that was starting to play when I was looking at like the Switch eShop that this was going to be that aesthetic that I've been trying to find that shitty blocky PlayStation One Nintendo sixty four fighter jet aesthetic. I'm like, oh, somebody made their own Ace Combat One, and you know, released it for the Switch. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, no, it's not that at all. But what it actually is looks pretty fucking cool, too. <laughs> so um, it's like a super fast side-scrolling shoot-em-up, and the movement just looks really fun. I didn't get a handle on how the game is controlled. I don't know if it's twin-stick or what, but uh, the movement just looks really fun. You're moving really fast. You're leaving, like, jet trails behind you. The, you know, all the, all the sprites on the screen are a little bit small, but you're basically you know, following where you've been going via the jet trail. And it just looks like you're doing these cool, like circular moves and, you know, loop to loops and spins and dodges and things. And it looks really cool. Um, and yeah, you're piloting this, uh, this advanced fighter jet with a bunch of different weapons that you can change out. And, uh, you're doing dog fights and stuff, but then also there's giant fucking robots that show up and it's like, all right, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this is working for me, man. Like, it just you know, it's colorful and the graphic style just kind of knocks my socks off. What's the status it's, of do they have any like chemtrail missions? See, they should. <laughs> yeah. There should be the all puff no stuff DLC where you're fucking just flying around chemtrailing everybody. <laughs> Johnny, I wish I could have asked my question first. Um well I was gonna say, like, this seems exactly like the type of shoot 'em up that I'm a f- big fan of because as somebody who played like 1942 and 1943 like i'm really big into shooters where you fly a jet plane and are attacking enemies and then all of a sudden crazy random shit like summoning lightning or fighting giant robots pops up like okay now you're talking exactly it's like all right yeah i'm piloting giant fighter jets like also you can charge up and send out like a flurry of heat-seeking missiles you know 20 at a time all right yeah dope Let's do that. <laughs> also, there's like a you know giant robot tentacle that you're fighting. Sweet. Yeah. Guys, I'm pretty sure it's all just the chemtrails. <laughs> like, there's no actual tentacle. Yeah, Again, no. my my single favorite supervillain is Dr. Octopus. So fighting a giant robot tentacle, this game is speaking my language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just imagine Dr. Octopus, but scaled up to the point where like a little you know, fighter jet looks really small compared to him. Like, David, Hell yeah. In yourself. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, what was the name of this game? I need to add this to my Switch list. God, I would, I would watch the hell out of a Spider-Man movie where he fights like a kaiju Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Spider-Man. I would watch the hell out of a Spider-Man movie where he has a fighter jet, which I believe is just the Japanese Spider-Man. God, that'd be good too. You know, Spider-Man really does need more of an arsenal. <laughs> um, Man, you would yeah. fuck Vulture over so hard. Yeah, God. Oh, you, you know, what, if, what if Vulture was just a fighter jet and Spider-Man had to get his own fighter jet to fight back? Oh, he had to get inside the Vulture. Have a fighter jet. And mm-hmm. flies Vulture. God, do you imagine the edits they would have to make with the jet content after, uh, you know, 9-11? <laughs> like they just, yeah. Spider-Man was originally flying a fighter jet around New York City, and then they... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible idea, guys. <laughs> I'm just imagining the Green Goblin on his glider like, Ha ha! I'm here to kill you, Spider-Man! <laughs> and then a fucking fighter jet flies in. Like, oh shit! Spider-Man just top guns him. <laughs> I, just, I love a studio exec layer being like, guys, we spent $2 million on the shot of him barrel rolling between the Twin Towers. Like, we gotta get rid of it. <laughs> Tell me we gotta scrap so that. So cool. Oh, man. <laughs> Hashtag too soon. <laughs> um, Instead of chemtrails, we're just yeah. making webs in the sky. Uh, yeah, the, the webs are the, the realest chemtrails there are. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, uh, the game looks fucking great. You're... Uh, you know, a uh, fighter pilot named Ash. You're piloting uh, what appears to be a pink fighter jet, and you just have uh, you get a bunch of different weapons and you fight a bunch of different stuff. And the uh, the art style I think is really cool. It doesn't look great like in screenshots. Like I was looking around, looking at stuff, getting ready for the show, and like still images of it don't look very good. But this game looks really good in motion because it's got like that pixel style. But I know it's like it's a fake pixel style. It's like a uh, 3D thing made to look like pixels. The way the things interact is, you know, really interesting. Like, you know, the screen distorts when you uh, hit things with bombs and whatnot. Sometimes the screen goes black and white. You know, the, like, it's just, it's got a really cool kind of retro pixel art style that only looks good in motion. I'm telling you, if you're thinking about, like, you know, this game, go look up a video of this game. I think you'll be enamored with it as I was. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's on the wish list now, baby. Like, you know, uh, I think it's only 15 bucks on Switch. I'm sure it's cheaper elsewhere. Uh, it looks dope as hell. And the soundtrack's fantastic. It's from a group called Fat Bard. Um, and yeah, I went ahead and uh, tossed them a coin on Bandcamp for this one. Uh, you know, just a, a very fun, frenetic soundtrack. And, I, you know, that's one thing also that I love about the soundtrack. So many times nowadays you see these action games where the action's really fast and kind of, you know, crazy and hard to keep up with. And the soundtrack is kind of counter to that. It's it's chill. It's mellow. It's got like a like a driving beat to it that lets you kind of get in the groove. This game doesn't seem to have that at all. This soundtrack is energetic and frenetic as hell and I think only contributes to the stress of playing this game. And I kind of love it for that. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you just need the energy. And this game seems to have it. So, um... I can't wait to actually play it. I'm, uh, you know, it's uh, it's on the list, and I'm just so glad that we got this request. Because also in thinking of like, you know, the fast theme of, yeah, you know, obviously I'm immediately thinking racing games. I'm thinking Sonic games. I'm thinking speed run games. I'm not initially thinking, you know, jet planes. And then I'm like, fuck, wait, jets are the best. You know, I'm fucking jets all, are super fast. All in on Top Gun Maverick this year. It's the year of the jet, baby. So you know, it's good shit. I'm just, uh, God, yeah, we're all in love with jets again, man. I feel like a little kid. just want to go outside and go, woo, woo. so. You still can. Wait, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I will right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody that hasn't left us a voicemail yet, just leave us a voicemail of you doing jet noises. Uh, I'd love <laughs> oh to my it. god. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks again, CX, for the request. Really great request. Really great soundtrack. Really fun looking game. And uh, yeah, I'm you know I'm looking forward to actually playing this one and uh, you know fawning over it uh, on another episode. But in the meantime, let's uh, continue going fast, Johnny. Keep it going. Game three.
all right. Um, so then this game came out, and there was an entire UK nightclub tour um, that was also in conjunction with uh, the Red Bull Energy Drink, which was featured very prominently throughout the game way before uh, um, it gained popularity on the American market. What you guys guessed? All right. Ooh. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, John, John. John says wipeout. Johnny says wipeout '97, and David says wipeout XL. This is wipeout XL. Johnny. Johnny was close because um, in other countries, XL is called 2097. So. I'd give Johnny a point. Yeah. Give Johnny a point. So, yeah, this is uh, Wipeout. Um, I was, I guess, Wipeout curious and tried to play some uh, recently. And. Um, they're pretty fun uh, racing games. I do remember I did have the the one on PSP Vita as well back in the day, and um, that would uh, that one was real fun. Um, but I don't remember it too too much. So I was playing XL and three a bunch, and they're very much like um, if F Zero had weapons. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Like, they're very super fast. You're on these, like, crazy, like, zero-G vehicles and these, like, futuristic settings. Um, like, the only difference, I would say, really, is uh, there's not, like, a wacky cast of characters. It's more like you, you drive for, like, a corporation. Right. And, um, That's kind of a shame. Yeah, it's, it's more of like a... a um, what do you call it? Um, 
uh, like Deus Ex and whatnot. Um, Dystopian yeah. future. Cyberpunk? Yeah. Cyberpunk. There you go, Johnny. Yeah, how, how dystopian can it be if there's sick-ass hovercraft racing? But yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking cyberpunk. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like having mass spectacle to like dull the masses seems pretty fucking cyberpunk to me. True, yeah. true, true. And guys, seems, by I'm the... sorry. Seems pretty dystopian to me. You're by... the one arguing in favor of dystopia. <laughs> and by the way, guys, I can't wait for the football season to start. <laughs> it's here, baby. I can't wait for the football season where the players instead hop into like hovercraft that go at three thousand miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds dangerous, David. Yeah, CTE yeah, is already a problem. In football, surprisingly, <laughs> I don't care about football players. So, like, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I want them to die. <laughs> die for my enjoyment. Is that not what is dystopian society? Looks I mean, that's for? that's yeah, that's God. Three thousand miles an hour. Could you imagine like a NASCAR track that goes from LA to like Portland, Maine? And uh, each lap takes about two hours because they're going three thousand miles an hour. Uh, that'd be amazing. I, I like yeah, to see I that. I can't imagine that. That's what I want every football player to drive on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eleven cars on both sides. Right. And they're all yeah, coming at each other. Imaginary thing. Is there a ball? Strictly racing. I mean, it's the year twenty twenty two. If I'm not watching television to see people in super fast cars with like spikes trying to kill each other, then like what the fuck am I doing with my life? Right. Didn't really answer my question, but yeah, um <laughs> No, yeah. there's not a ball involved. This is strictly vehicular combat. Yeah, I'm thinking more Mad Max more than like So you went from football to to demolition derby. Careening wildly all over the place, as though you're driving a three thousand mile an hour uh, hovering vehicle. I don't have a driver's license, so no, I cannot control a vehicle from one topic to another. See, right. I was thinking in terms of ball, like Cannonball Run, right? But three thousand miles an hour. So Burt Reynolds in a Wipeout XL style vehicle. Um, That'd be crazy. And and Dom DeLuise as his sidekick. And that's the thing. That's what Wipeout was missing was a colorful cast of characters. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would be I, I played and I enjoyed one or two of the Wipeout games. But if there was a Wipeout game that featured like the general league, I'd bandit. be so much more into that. Like mm-hmm. hell yeah, I want futuristic hovercraft vehicles, but With like piloted flags. and populated by rednecks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sounds like you want Jet Moto. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you know, I, I played a little bit of Wipeout games. Um, they're uh, they're fun, but I, you know, I, I never found them as fun as, I don't know. Um, like, I always enjoyed the F-Zero games more, and there was something about Wipeout that never quite hooked me. I'm not sure why that is. Like, you know, I, I definitely remember getting one for free. I think I got a free one on PS3 because of that data breach that happened all those years ago. And I played it. I'm like, this is good. But there's also something off-putting about real ads being in a game. And I feel like it's not all, not exactly all that good. I, I can't quite put my finger on what it was that I don't enjoy about Wipeout. But like, this is good, but I feel like it's not good. Right. Too British. 
it, yeah, that must be it. it. It was all the Prodigy music playing. I just, you know, I, I loved it too much to focus on the race. <laughs> That's what it was. It was too British. All of these super fast vehicles were double decker, and I just wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't have it. Um, you know, th- there's all those Top Gear references sprinkled in. I still don't understand them. The Eurobeat soundtrack is very distracting. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I like some Eurobeat. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on why the Wipeout series never clicked with me, apart from not having it on PlayStation 1 back when it would really click for me as a you know 10 to 13-year-old kid. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But I like them in theory. I like fast, futuristic racing games with you know floating, weapon-filled hovercrafts going super fast. Like, yeah, all, everything about this sounds great. It's the playing of it that I was never very good at. <laughs> I might have actually just gotten to the heart of the matter. I might not be very good at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sometimes feels a little fast and out of control. So there's a, there's a touch of that in there too. Games are hard, fellas. They yeah. are. And, sometimes, you know, a game that's hard isn't worth playing. <laughs> so, that's you heard fault. it here first. Fuck you, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. You know, Elden Ring, eat shit. Hey, I beat Elden Ring, so if I can beat it, anybody can. All right, now go beat Wipeout. Hmm? I'm working on it. I got, like, two more tracks to do. Now, what if, stick with me here, in Elden Ring, you had a Wipeout vehicle? That would be amazing. Like your How fast did you get around that map? How how small does that world become if you have a hovercraft? (laughs) Alternatively, crazy. what if you're in Wipeout and your vehicle just has a giant fucking axe sticking out the side of it? That would be awesome, too. Oh, like right. a Speed Racer style vehicle in Wipeout where you have oh all my these, God. like, yeah, you what got a saw blade. Where Speed Racer, were you watching where he just pops out an axe? Uh, oh, no, all he has them? the saw blades yeah. that come out the front. I, In fact, <laughs> I almost picked the Speed Racer game and... Like, it has some cool ideas, but otherwise it is fucking dog shit. Like, it's real cool that you could, like, jump, uh, use the saw blades. But, like, if you use the saw blades, they don't affect the other cars, which is fucking stupid. Like, I assume there'll be a level where uh, there's some trees, maybe, and the saw blades will chop the trees. But fucking, like, I can't beat the first track because it's just, it's stupid. <laughs> Sounds stupid. As stupid as Speed Racer. But uh, I'm glad that you chose this instead, Jesse. Uh, Me too. Uh, definitely was looking to get muted on all services tonight by playing <laughs> super licensed music. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, it's worth it. Because you know what? You know, Firestarter is just a great song. Always love that song. It's got a hell of a beat, man. You know, Prodigy. God, rest in peace, Keith Flint. Love uh, love that group. Love that tune. Love, love the 90s. Eurobeat. Oof. It takes me back to being a young, confused boy watching Keith Flint on MTV and just going, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Wasn't there... Okay, oh, yeah. I wipe out as well. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do a quick search. Um, Yeah, the first downloadable stage for PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was a combination of Wipeout and Heavenly Sword. So, like, you started off in a mystical Japanese forest, and then all of a sudden you just kind of fell into a futuristic 
race tunnel on a river. Huh. I like so many ideas that they had for PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, but it seems like they didn't actually get any of them right in execution. Like, you know, the whole the whole crossover combo universe stage thing is a really interesting idea where the things start bleeding into one another. But Heavenly Sword and Wipeout, is that going to sell? Is that going to move units? Come on. The answer was I mean, no. <laughs> it's PlayStation Battle Stars Royale, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't sell units because that game did not do well. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, if they had maybe combined two things that people love, like chocolate and peanut butter, uh, you know, they would have sold more. <laughs> if they gave away free Reese's Cups with every copy if of they, the game. If they could buy if, Speed Racer and Wipeout, you know, exactly. easy. If only they combined those beloved Sony characters, chocolate and peanut butter. And, you know, yeah, and then throw in a little bit of Wipeout. Yeah, throw and, a little bit of Chim Chim, all right? <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking for Heavenly Sword. That's what that's what I'm saying. But you know, God, like an Uncharted yeah. Wipeout level would have been really cool. But you know, what, what what even is Heavenly Sword? I don't want to get into it. What I do want to get into is Jesse. Do you have anything else to say about this game? No, it's it's fast. It's fun. Not F Zero. Dope soundtrack. It's not F Zero. Um, Before and- we go on, I do want to say I would play the shit out of a Wipeout car if it were sponsored by Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Reese's Pieces, hit us up. You can sponsor our show. I could use diabetes. <laughs> what? Game <laughs> four.
All right, guys. So uh, this game features uh, uh, slightly uh, slightly downgraded graphics over its arcade counterpart, but uh, to make up for it, they have way more aliens, dinosaurs, and uh, unlockable vehicles, including a UFO and a Triceratops. Alright guys. Who's feeling great? Oh, I feel very good. So great. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, uh, Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment. Sadly incorrect. Fuck Jesse you, says, Johnny. Rezus Pizus. <laughs> Sadly incorrect. And David. 
has the correct answer. This is, of course, Cruisin' Blast. Oh, yes. Cruisin' Blast for the Switch. What a game. That's when you're driving at night and, like, you're trying to stay awake. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you take care of it. Right there. No, you're thinking of Notos. Yeah, that's what they call it, David. Yeah. Cruising blast. Yeah. David's never had a cruising blast in his life. <laughs> I don't drive. I know. Yeah, you can't relate. <laughs> I thought cruising blast is just when you take a late night drive to Taco Bell and get that yeah. major blast. Sometimes it's the it's the drive home from Taco Bell that's the yeah. real. Blast. No, you're thinking <laughs> of Baja Blast. Yeah. Shame, shame. <laughs> um, but yeah, cruising blast, man. Um, a. Uh, okay arcade game have you, any of you guys played the arcade game or i mean for that matter have you played the switch version holy shit what a hot take this is an okay arcade game <laughs> hot take really looking for that yeah thanks david you know fucking dunk on john knight i see how it is man. <laughs> you know sorry for not coming prepared with some hotter take uh, you know, Cruising Blast in the arcade, which apparently you have not played. Have you? I actually have played this game. <laughs> well. <laughs> Dude, thank you for answering my question the first time then, David. Jesus, man. Go to you know, go put your head down on your desk. See me after class. It's clear that you don't really want to participate here. You just fucking want to sass off. You know, the rest of us are here to guess video game music and fucking, you know, have a blast. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a it's a perfectly okay arcade game. It's not awesome. It's uh, you know I, I don't know what it is about this that doesn't blow my hair back like uh, you know the old cruising games did. Which uh, yeah, it probably has something to do with the age that I am at now uh, and nostalgia for the original cruising games. Like the you know those games were I don't know seemed fun and new back in the day, and uh, this one it's uh, I don't know different. It's not it's not cruising to me. Yeah, when, when, I'm, when I think cruising, I'm thinking, you know, cross-country racing, wide open spaces, you know, not very, not really narrow corridors, you know, fighting traffic. Run More like floor. snoozing. You know, Bill Clinton in a hot tub on top of the White House. You know, craziness, uh, but limited craziness. Really, I'm thinking cross-country racing. This game is about all hell breaking loose, man. Like, we're talking tornadoes ripping through London and throwing Ferris wheels in your face and shit. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not really my cruise. Um, but yeah, the, uh, so then they ported this game to the Switch and added a bunch of crazier off the wall or shit. And, yeah, you know, I, I was like tempted to buy it. Like, if my son were a couple years older and could actually play a video game, I probably would have bought this because it's just crazy, guys. Uh, Jesse, you haven't played this on the I've Switch? Not. No, Johnny, obviously not touching it. No. David, here's your time to just give me a straight answer. Have you played Cruising Blast on the Switch? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. Crazy and off the wall and swarming with fucking dinosaurs and aliens. Yes, and it's super fun. Like, arcadey nonsense. And yeah. I'm just, I'm sitting here trying to understand why you're like, oh yeah, you're racing on a Triceratops. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't want that. Hey, I uh, want you to see Bill Clinton in a hot tub. It's like, wait, how is that not ridiculous? 
Well, because one, David, I think like the Bill Clinton hot tub is something you earn. It's not just like a standard state, right? It's not just everything in the game. I mean, you yeah. have to unlock the Triceratops. It's not like oh. that's one of your default vehicles. Like, you know, Ferrari, Camaro, Triceratops. Like, no, you work your way to the Triceratops. Of course, of course. You're also putting a tone on it that I, I don't think I had. I was really just kind of expressing kind of incredulousness about how outrageous the series has gotten versus it's a uh, kind of humble roots and i'm you know it's just like eh, you know this is uh i don't know not what i think of when i think of cruising games even even yeah, cruising you know, I, world exotica it's like eh, still vaguely racetracks cause, yeah because like the, the original I'm sure in the original game you could race in a school bus yeah but that's still a car yeah that and still it's still has... on a road in america it still has an like, engine and wheels yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, I was watching videos of this to prepare because I figure I can get as much out of it from just watching a com you know compilation on YouTube as I can from ever actually playing it. And like eventually you're flying a helicopter as a vehicle instead of driving a car. Uh, apparently eventually you unlock a unicorn as a uh, racing vehicle. There's the Triceratops thing. Okay, yeah. wait. There's a double-decker bus. Like, you know, I'm okay, not... hold the fuck up. Triceratops unicorn helicopter is one thing, but a double-decker bus? Calm the fuck down. A double-decker bus British. going 150 miles an hour? Come on, that's outrageous. Is it not? I... Uh, so, honestly, I, I was kind of poo-pooing this game until he said you could ride an unicorn. Now, actually, I I am very interested for real this game. Like, that sounds yeah, kind of no. awesome. No, the game is it's, it's fun and wacky. I'm just saying. It seems like it's a bit too wacky. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. Johnny, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was even trying to say that. David's, like, pushing me into saying it. I was just trying to compare it to the original fucking game. <laughs> I yeah. just, I want to shift focus from John to Johnny. So, we were talking about how you can race on a Triceratops and you were like, man, eh, whatever. And then we mentioned a unicorn you are like, okay, I'm interested in this game. That is literally one-third the amount of horns that you can race with. Right, like, but I have a lot of why questions. Why are you interested in that? I, well, I have a lot of questions I need to answer. Like, instead of exhaust, does it spit rainbows out its ass, right? Yes. Oh, sold. <laughs> so, like, beautiful. So, like, are you concerned what the Triceratops spits out of as exhaust? Yeah, I mean, not really. I, I assume this is going to be standard methane. But, you know, assuming the unicorn, if the unicorn farts rainbows then like yeah I, I i absolutely want to play that johnny you know just so you, just so you know every car in this game when you drift shoots rainbow smoke so it's not actually as unique in the game as uh, you think it might be dang 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 yeah john does that include the triceratops i don't know man i didn't get there <laughs> okay so assuming that it does we're talking about rainbow rainbow exhaust and three times the horns are you still interested in the unicorn? Well, yes, but but also John just said you can drift, and now I want to drift inside Triceratops as well. Like everything about this game is getting more and more ridiculous. Yes. And honestly, like I get where John's coming from, but I also do appreciate a game that just says like "fuck it" and gets as ridiculous as it possibly can. Right. Well, thank and you. I, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm not against it. I, you know, I was backed into that corner of trying to fucking talk my way out of it by fucking David. I'm not against fucking just an insane off-the-wall racing game with levels in which there are dinosaurs swarming all over Hollywood and fucking, you know, aliens attacking the stage. Well, you know, why are you, why are you having a race while there's aliens attacking the Earth is beyond me. 
I'm not against any of that. I think it's great. I just don't think knowing, you know, what I like about the original Cruising and knowing what I know about the base game that I've played in the arcade, I don't know that this is the game for me. I, you know, I enjoy and appreciate all the insane shit that is in this game, but knowing that the base game is still the Cruisin' Blast game that I play in the arcade, which is a pretty lackluster version of Cruisin' that they cranked out for the arcades a few years ago. Eh, I don't know. Like, do, you know, this is, there's there hasn't been a game in recent memory that's made me desire blockbuster existing more than this game. Like, I would <laughs> like to play this game for a couple of sets of days, you know, with a, you know, a little break in between and not have to ever pay full price for this. So I don't want to drive to the arcade to play it a dollar at a time. You know, fucking the arcade is expensive. I want to pay five bucks. I want to play this game for three days straight, return it, pay five more bucks, do everything else in the game and never play this game again. Is the issue that they attached the cruising name to it. Had this been called something else, right, would have been more acceptable, but because they attached cruising, it is not meaning your cruising expectations. Well, no, that's the thing. I don't have any cruising expectations because cruising is a dead series. You know, this is the second game in the last 17 years. Mm. And the one before this was, you know, for the Wii and was just a port of the Fast and Furious arcade game. So, no, I have no real cruising expectations. The thing is, you know, my cruising expectations led me to playing the arcade version. And I know that this game isn't actually all that awesome. Mm. It's got all the crazy shit going on. But the, the game of it is just the bare bones, you know, just wiling out arcade racing game. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it, I, like I said, I would rent the hell out of this. Yeah. But like, you know, when it came out, I was like, man, 40 for this is high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's a good novelty, but yeah, it doesn't, I feel like this doesn't have staying power. Right. Like, like you said, it's, it's a it should be a rental. If this goes on sale for ten dollars, I'll buy it. Yeah, because I'll get enough out of it. My nephew, who I will then lend it to, will get enough out of it. And then eventually, my son will get something out. Of it. But like, I paid the forty dollars for this fucking game. No, because I know what game it is, and this, it's hard. This I is know the, that it's a shitty arcade racing game. This is a no game. No matter where how like, many rainbows and dinosaurs you throw into it, I know this game. I know what this game is. <laughs> yeah, this is a game where you have your friends come over and like you play like. Maybe two or three races, and you you laugh at the unicorns. You laugh, you know, right. oh, Triceratops is amazing. And they're like, okay, well, let's go play Mario Kart now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know. Or you know, any game that requires real thinking, yeah, of any kind, yeah. Like, hey, let's not play video games at all tonight. Let's just go fucking do something else. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Let's compete in crossword puzzles, right? Yeah, fucking. I don't know. There's something to be said for outrageous mindless fun and this game has that in spades baby but um yeah i don't know it's just uh i mean that's the whole basis of our show i mean yes i do love you know, shut up yeah you know don't back me into another corner jesse or i'll start talking about how this actually is a serious podcast <laughs> yeah don't do it man i can contradict myself but with a moment's notice um but yeah uh, I would like to play it, you know, just, again, I'm not going to buy it ever full price. I'm not going to buy it anywhere close to full price, baby. But, you know, there is enough in this game that uh, I think is just fucking silly and crazy that I I want to actually play it. So, I don't know. 
it's a it's a real real mixed bag it's uh you know it's a conundrum for me because you know i don't know i want to want it more but i know better i hate being old enough to know better guys (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah knowledge of things and the ability to judge things properly it's a real burden um but yeah anyway it's uh it's cruising i'm sure they'll make another one of these here in oh i don't know 28 years or so yeah real hot series cruising (laughs) yeah two games in 17 years man yeah that series really uh really didn't go the way uh i thought it was going in the 90s so um good times crazy ass dinosaurs ufos johnny let's do game five (laughs) game five
All right, guys. So, uh, basically, I think I can't remember if it was the day this game was released or right after this game was released. One of the lead devs on the project went on Twitter and said this game was quote not what we turned in. Guys, let's uh, see some answers. Mm. Whatever could it be? Alright, so everyone wrote Sonic Origins and Jesse drew a great dick that said premature ejaculation. But yes, this is Sonic Origins. Oh, yeah, guys. This fucking game. Been looking forward to this one, huh, Jenny? <laughs> so, so, I just. Before you get into it, I want to ask, because I've heard conflicting things, and I'm going to trust a game that tunes Sonic Master. This yes. game, yes or no? If you've never played any of the original Sonic games, yes. No. If you, you know, if, if but if you've played these games in the past and are familiar with them, no. Uh, now, hold on. You mean any... Like, if I've played Sonic 2, but I've never played CD or 3 and Knuckles, is there really nothing of value here for me? I don't know. Maybe. I, you know, I don't know, man. It, ugh, this is t it's tough. It's tough because there's so many weird things they've changed. Some of them, I feel like, are, like, maybe meant to be improvements, but, like, a lot of things aren't. Like, um... So, like... Is Sonic an armadillo? No, he's still Hedgehog. But... Okay. Can I admit something to you guys? I've, I've never said this before. Out loud. Please do. Whoa. But in Sonic Origins and Sonic, in Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic goes too fast. <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> Whoa. That's the show, everyone. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, like, like huh. they... So in so Sonic 3's max speed is... is um. In the original Sonic 3, his max speed is not as fast as Sonic 2, but in this, they gave him his Sonic 2 maximum speed. Like, in Sonic 2, you can outrun the camera, but in Sonic 3, you, can, you can't, except in this, you can. And it fucks so many things up for me. Like, I'm hitting things I'm not supposed to. Like, I'm hitting the ceiling of the Hyd Hydra City Zone. I'm yeah. fucking up everything I'm doing in Marble Garden Zone. Like, it's it's insane. Like, it's it's too fast. I can think of some things that you're not hitting that you're supposed to. Johnny, I just want to say it's like, yeah, he's just, he's moving too fast. 
Sonic the Hedgehog is the fastest thing alive. Yeah. But in Sonic That's 3... That's what the song has led me to believe. If, if, and he is, but in Sonic 3, he's too fast, man. Like they, got, they just got to slow him down a little bit. They got to cap that max speed. It would be perfect. But the second I started playing that game, and he started out running the camera, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, this is not supposed to happen. You're not oh. you're not supposed to outrun the camera in Sonic 3. That's insane. Hmm. Man, 3 out of 10. Game ruined. It, oh, you know, honestly, like, people are criticizing the music changes, which, you know, we'll get to, but... Oh, they're hot trash. But, like, you can mute that, but you can't, like... What can you do about the speed? There's nothing you can do. Like, what can you do about the gameplay itself? Yeah. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to fix that? Sonic speed. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if they did somehow. It's like, you know, because I know what it, these are, like, technically remakes or whatever from the ground up of the fucking games. So if you could switch between the good original version and the new fucked up version, <laughs> like you could with, like, retro and classic music in some cases. Uh, so what's, what's funny is they advertise that. They advertise. I would love it so much if they had that option, but it wasn't classic versus new. It was good versus fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like new and all fucked up. So they have anniversary and original mode, but all original mode is not truly the originals. It's just See? it's just the remake with the crop screen and lives. <laughs> like that's uh, like and there's a few changes like in original mode. I, th I you know you can't use the drop dash, but um. It still has like Sonic 3, is, you know, Sonic is too fast as Sonic 3. Uh, in Sonic 1, the spin dash is still enabled, which is not, you know, original. Um, I mean, that's good. Tails still doesn't despawn properly in Sonic 2, and that, that drives me bananas. Oh my I god. Mean, has he ever? Yes. Yeah. Jesse, until you. If go, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know. go play Sonic 2, then go play Sonic Gorgeous Sonic 2. No, he. Yeah, there is a proper despawn. It is called I've, Not I've, Sonic Gorgeous. There's a lot. I've seen a lot of wacky stuff about this game. It's fun. Yeah, Johnny, honestly, your stuff you post on Twitter, the glitch videos, are a lot of fun. <laughs> I love how fucked up this game is. It's great. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Johnny. Um, Where can you. Where can people follow you on Twitter to see those glitch videos? Oh, we don't promote that anymore. Uh, Johnny, you shared these on GameThatTune.club. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah, so go jo go join GameThatTune.club. Link up Johnny, and I'll, I'll I'll get those I'll get those all posted. Yeah, sorry, forgot we don't uh, don't mention that. Even though now that that deal fell through, maybe we can promote Twitter again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. We'll, We're we'll back see. We'll see. The deal technically is not fallen through yet. I think there's still like a court. And anyways, anyways, uh, gentlemen, ready your birds. But the point is, Sonic Origins shit? Too Again, fast. Yeah, I, I feel like if... Now, is he angry also? No, he's not. No, I don't think Sonic's angry. So not furious? Thing where they gave him angry eyebrows? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they didn't, like, kirby eyes him. Or <laughs> they make him all angry for America. They should uh, have. In fact, you know, originally they actually had to tone down Sonic for America because, like, originally in Japan he, he was gonna too have too much attitude. Oh, he was gonna have fangs in the original version of Japan, and oh, no. uh, they said no, you can't do that. Yeah, what about I love, dick? <laughs> I love the <laughs> idea that they're like, give him fangs. No, 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 no. And then, like, fifteen years later, they're like, yeah, absolutely, give his clone guns. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then there's so many things about this game that just feel half-assed, like. Like, you, you know, Sonic Johnny, 1... Johnny, they remade the games from the ground up. That's using their whole ass. 
<laughs> like Sonic 1, you can play as, you know, Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles. Sonic CD, you can only play as Sonic or Tails. Then Sonic 2, you can play as Sonic, Tails, Sonic and Tails, Knuckles, or Knuckles and Tails, which would be dope if Tails would despawn properly. <laughs> like, that, that fucking still sucks. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Can we go back? You're talking about how they half-ass things. But in the first Sonic game that only starred Sonic the Hedgehog on Genesis, you can play as Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles. Yeah. But like that it's, seems like a lot of whole assing to me. But it's not consistent, is what I'm saying. Like, because then in Sonic CD, you only have two characters. Like, it's it's stupid. It's so stupid. It's disappointing that for some reason they couldn't work Knuckles into CD. That seems strange. Yeah, and then like I said, you got Knuckles and Tails mode into which is pretty cool. Because like, if you had a Knuckles and Tails mode in Sonic Three, oh my god, that would be amazing. But no, of course they don't have Knuckles and Tails mode in Sonic Three. It's only in Sonic Two. Like, oh. yeah. Because, like, if you had Tails in Sonic 3, you could take Knuckles into all kinds of cool shit he's not supposed to get into, which right, is probably right. why he didn't do it, to be honest, but still. But, I mean, like, when you're doing this shit, I mean, you gotta at least be consistent. Like, just be like, all right, yeah, you can do Sonic and Tails and Knuckles in whatever combinations in each of the games. Yeah. And come what may. Exactly. Yeah, fuck Maybe it. guys like Johnny break the game with crazy glitches, or maybe everybody just enjoys themselves. So you uh, can play as these two characters in this game, but you can't play it as them in this game because it will completely break that game. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is. Like, honestly, then, if 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 you don't allow Knuckles to Tales of Sonic 3, then don't allow Knuckles to Tales of Sonic 2 either. Just make I'm it just consistent. Saying, yeah, like, you know, it, this is like... There's a game for the hardcore fan and you know, the and the new and the person catching up alike. You know, I don't know. Fucking somebody who's never played Sonic Three and Knuckles isn't necessarily going to know to play it. Uh, you know, Tails and Knuckles mode and fuck everything up. And the people that do know that, what's the problem? They're going to make some nice fucking wacky YouTube clips for you and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't know. It, it. There's no downside to allowing all the characters to be playable in each game. And then they've got um. So they have, I, I bought the DLC, you know, deluxe edition, whatever, that comes with everything. Because uh, I'm an idiot. And yep. it includes a bunch of extra Genesis soundtracks, like Sonic Spinball soundtrack. Um, and the Knuckles Chaotix soundtrack. And the Knuckles Chaotix soundtrack is good. But every single track is mislabeled. <laughs> like, <laughs> they got the titles wrong of their own goddamn songs. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> now is it something like the titles were mistranslated or is it like ice cap zone is called angel hill zone yeah no they they swapped track titles like they're all correct track okay. titles there's not assigned to the right tracks it's really funny <laughs> that's funny <laughs> really funny it's <laughs> amazing yeah and they sold you that as a bonus, John. You yeah, I paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for mislabeled Knuckles Chaotix tracks. Yeah, and some, some Sonic coins or some shit. It's on me. Yeah, and so then I, there's also the whole thing of the uh, you know the, the not mislabeled but completely fucked up uh, soundtrack for Sonic Three, which I guess they have, so they now accidentally confirmed that Michael Jackson was involved in the original Sonic Three. I don't know. So you're, you're talking about the Yuji Naka tweet? Yes. Because he later, he clarified that, oh, I was talking about how they're using Michael Jackson in this TikTok video, right? Right. 
Right. So, sure, that's what that was about. Well, in the guy the old I, Yuji Naka, and I know Yuji is not using like he doesn't speak native English. He's not using just trying to you know go into damage control. He's also <laughs> is upset with uh, Sega already, anyways, with the Balan Wonderworld stuff. Right. I mean, the last time that we talked to him, he seemed pretty fluent. So, you know. Yes. You exactly. know, so Yuji, my experience with Yuji on Twitter has been seeing a lot of people get blocked by Yuji because they keep calling him out for the time he went to um, visit Sega Technical Institute in America and saw what they were up to. Uh, mm. And basically said, like, hey, we're going to steal all this tech and fire everybody. But, like, in Japanese and didn't realize that a good chunk of that staff actually spoke Japanese and knew what he was saying. <laughs> Nice. And so people are bringing wow. that up, like, "Hey, didn't you want to do this?" And he just keeps blocking people left and right. That's funny. That's <laughs> no. crazy. That's great. Um, in terms of the music, I'm talking about how Sonic Three jettisoned the things that may have had Michael Jackson's involvement in favor of songs that were in the prototype version of Sonic Three, but now somehow sound worse than ever before. Yes, they they remade yeah. the prototype but, songs, but poorly. I don't get it. How do you make a prototype sound worse? Like, you know, the original prototype sounds sound like, you know, kind of rudimentary Genesis FM synth music. Yeah. And then whatever they did to these, it just has no, no flavor. Like, <laughs> I want some crunch to these fucking tunes. That, these and, tunes have crunch. And they, they remade songs they didn't have to. That third song I played is the Supersonic uh, song. Um, in the original game, Supersonic and Invincibility are the same song, right? You know, uh, in this game, so there's there's no legal issues with the song because they still kept the original Invincibility tune, but then wrote a new Supersonic tune, and it's just like an extended version of Invincibility, except it sounds like fucking trash. Like it's right. so yeah. bad. Oh, hmm. It's fascinating. It's a really weird, weird case, John. <laughs> like, you know. What a fucking odd thing this turned out to be. I remember you being so excited that they just announced this nice collection. And then as the details started rolling out, it's like, this is getting weird. This is uh, yeah, going to be a uh, we'll see now. And then it's like, all right, it's here. And yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> like, that pretty much says it just, all right, it's here. Yep. Yeah, um, like, And like, I'm finding bugs that are not, you know... I, I understand if you go into debug mode and manage to get past the boss or whatever, fine. But, like, I managed to just turn to Supersonic and run too fast and clip out of, like, the boss arena and end the stage early. Like, it was insane. Oh, it's awesome. That's <laughs> really funny, though. You do that all the time, man. That's a great strat. <laughs> I, I learned a new strat, too. Um, in the first level of Sonic & Knuckles, uh, when you first go into the zone where they show you the Super Emeralds, if you hit pause during the transition and reset the level, or restart the level, it'll restart you at Hidden Pal Zone, which is like the second, the or third to last level of the game. Like, you can oh, skip all of Sonic and Knuckles. Johnny, you should be speedrunning this, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make it you happen. You really should. Yeah. Shitty games done quick. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Um, man. Yeah, Johnny. I knew you were picking this. Um... I knew, uh, knew as soon as I said the theme, knew as soon as it came out of my mouth that this was going to happen. I'm sorry that it did happen, John. Um, I'm sorry for you, mostly. Yeah, I need to do a stream of a cursed tales mode. Um, yeah. 
Please do. Yeah, because there's a, a bug in Sonic 2 where if you do any kind of stage transition while Tails is flying, his flying sound never stops. That's so fucking annoying and funny. And you can layer them. You can do yeah. multiple. So, and, and the problem I had, I tried to do a video where I tried to do it as much as I could, except Tails doesn't fucking despawn, so I would keep losing Tails and, like, not be able to trigger it. So, like, I need to play as Tails uh, mm. and go to as many special stages as I can and do it at the end of every fucking zone. And, oh, my <laughs> God, by the end of the game, it would be, like, like 30 <laughs> Tails chopper sounds layered. Yeah. That's annoying sound of the world. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a game's breaking. I love it. Um... Yeah, man. What a fucking... What an odd, odd thing that Sega did. I, uh... Kind of hate it. Though I, I gotta admit, as somebody that has no real means to play Sonic 3 and Knuckles, uh, or Sonic CD, there's still a small temptation here to pick it up and play those! <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if this goes deeply discounted, I'll, I'll definitely consider it. But, you know, man, I ain't doing your crazy-ass thing, Johnny, with the fucking prepaid and, you know, DLC fucking mislabeled soundtrack. No, no, no. Not interested. But, you know, once this is on clearance, you know, talk, or, you know, talk about also a game that makes you uh, desire to be able to rent games again. This. Like, <laughs> I, got, I got enough interest in Sonic CD and Sonic 3 and Knuckles to give them five bucks maybe a second time and then never play this again. Like, I don't need this, you know, at all. But, I'm intrigued. Um, was there anything else, John? Um, I guess the one good thing about this is it is based on... So, so Sonic 2 is based on the Android version from 2013, which does, <laughs> does include a new zone, Hidden Pal Zone. That is actually a pretty cool zone. Right? Yes. Yeah. That whole thing is... That part, I love. I love that part so much. But I wish Tails would despawn in Sonic 2. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Literally everything else can go fuck itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. <laughs> Speaking of going and fucking itself, guys, we've reached the end of the episode. And before we get to the calculated computer, of course, it's time for the Game That Tune fan final thought. And Johnny, I think we've gotten some voicemails on tonight's episode. We've got oh, yeah. five voicemails. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> I think it's a, a record. I wonder if any of them are more than three seconds long. Let's find out. Hey, GTT gang. So I heard that my alias was being discussed on your podcast last week. And um, you were wondering how exactly it's meant to be pronounced. So I will say one thing. I heard that it was a Portmanteau, and that is correct. The Rav bit comes from uh, a former soccer goalie from Sweden, uh, Raveli, and um, this the last part comes from Siegfried from so Soul Calibur. So John was correct. It is Rav Sieg. Cheers, guys. Keep up the great work. Oh yeah, love that <laughs> Rav Sieg. Good to know. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It's going to be hard to beat. Hey, guys, it's Keith right here. I just have something really quick to tell you. I know I get out of your hair. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you.
Uh, howdy, game that tune crew. My name is Phoenix Tier Two One Two One, and I just wanted to say thank you for your streams. Um, I, I guess I want to say I really like how you each have a different perspective as gamers, with game, uh, different gaming interests and skill sets. I also uh, appreciate the pure quantity of the media you produce. Uh, it has to be hundreds of hours of media so far, and it's enough to keep me busy for months and months. Again, thank you so much. Uh, keep up the good work. Dude, an unheard Patreon legend oh, yeah. Phoenix tier. Love yeah. it. Amazing. And today, we learned it's 2121, not 2121. We'll <laughs> be saying it differently yeah. from now on. <laughs> Dos uno. <laughs> <laughs> Hey gamers, it's the Kerrigan, and my game didn't get picked this week, so right. instead of taking it personally, I'm just going to talk about it this way. Oh. Uh, so for Fast Games Week, I suggested Minute, a 2018 game by Devolver Digital, available on PC, Nintendo Switch, and probably those other consoles. It is a one-bit black-and-white adventure RPG with a simple enough premise. You're an adventurer who must go about adventuring, talking to folks, collecting items, solving puzzles, that stuff. The twist is that you die and respawn back at your house after 60 seconds, so you gotta go fast. <laughs> Adventuring in 60 second intervals is quite an experience. I died, for example, in the middle of a conversation with an old man who was speaking very slowly. Sloth thing. Uh, and it feels like a super ramped up version of Majora's Map. It looks slick, the soundtrack is good, and I definitely think it's worth checking out if you're into adventure RPGs with quirky little gimmicks. Uh, great show as always. Thank you, and long the hoil. Goodbye for now. You know, fast way to say all that would have been just say, hey, fuck you, but uh, <laughs> just for the record, Kerrigan, I was choosing the uh, request this week, and I didn't want to use that game without actually playing it. That game looks cool. So, hey, maybe we'll be on the show at some point in the future. And then, uh, <laughs> we're adding, hey, fuck you to the soundboard. That's going. <laughs> I was going to say, please add that to the soundboard. <laughs> hey, uh, fuck you. Yeah, there it is. Makes me feel really good. <laughs> uh, Johnny, with that, let's take it home with the calculated computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Well, 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 David, the back and forth continues. What do you know? David Fleming has won yet another edition of Game That Tune. Great game, David. Thank you. Yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I'm curious to know what you've got in mind for a theme for our next episode. Well, you know, the funny thing is, um, when I came into this episode, I had a completely different theme in mind, but... I'm kind of realizing that, like, all due respect to Jesse and Johnny, like, you and I have been going back and forth with wins for a while now. Yeah, David, we the best. And, oh, I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but I feel like you and I have been, you and I have been bouncing off one another, and it almost feels like you and I have kind of become the game that tune rivals, so... That's the theme that I'm going to go with. Um, considering that you and I keep, like, one-upping one another, for the theme next week, I'm going to say that the game has to be either on the Sega Genesis 
or the Super Nintendo. Because oh, that was like a great gaming rivalry. One of gaming's greatest rivalries, I would say. I think there's a famous song about both of those consoles. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Of course. Um, David, that's a great theme. Because, yes, what a, uh, you know, a classic rivalry, truer than David and Goliath itself. Um, Obviously, uh, I am the Super Nintendo in this me- metaphor. Right, I was going to say, you know, uh, yeah. if you're taking Super Nintendo in the metaphor, I, I refuse to be Genesis, just on principle. Um, but I support this theme. This is great. Just uh, going to do some classic games next week. Some 16-bit classics from the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. The uh, the, uh, the systems that Biggie Smalls rapped about. It'll be good. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. It'll be uh, a very good episode. I like that theme, David. I like it a lot. <laughs> and man, I liked this episode a lot, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being here with us. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Check out GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we love you guys listening there. Uh, want to thank everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home of our awesome exclusives. We've got mixtapes. Jesse's been cranking up mixtapes like a madman. We just pu- uh, published another bonus mixtape from Jesse. Jesse, you want to say the name of that mixtape for us? Fuck Nazis. Yes. Fuck Nazis, the mixtape. Jesse's Nazi killing mixtape. Fantastic mix. To go along with his Ninja Turtle mix and his Final Fantasy battle mix. It's been a good month for mixtapes at Patreon. We've also got uh, Game That Tune Gems, where we look and listen to music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And we've got our movie commentaries that we're going to be bringing back real soon. Uh, everybody that subscribes to Patreon gets VIP access to movie nights with Game That Tune. And we love you guys supporting us there. Uh, and, of course, you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream, radio.gamethatune.com, gtt.rocks, the home for endless video game music on the internet tell a friend gtt.rocks tell a friend patreon.com slash game that tune want to give a special shout out of course to our patreon absurd fans we're talking about lance revere damian beckles bradford stevens taylor y sam l morgan tasty grammary phoenix tier 2121 unsaddled zebra akadar v kerrigan and rav sieg uh, just a fantastic group of patrons that we've got there at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, thank you again for our request this week. Our request came to us uh, via game that tune.club from uh, CX Tribe. Thank you for that request. Uh, game that tune.club is the best place to get our attention right now with your request, but you can also make a request in our Discord server. Check the show notes for both those links. Join us in our various social medias. Uh, we love hanging out with you guys, chit chatting with you guys, and uh, getting those requests. And David's going to take us home, man. David, you got bonus tunes, and I want to hear them. And I want to hear them fast, because, David, we we overshot the uh, time limit on this episode by a good hour and a half. So we got to get out of here, man. So I was born a small child in Florida, and when I was growing up... um, No, actually, originally I had a different theme in mind, but I think the bonus tunes will fit with the new theme, so... Going with the Super NES versus Sega Genesis, we are closing out with Vampire Killer from Castlevania Bloodlines on the Sega Genesis. Nice. Love it. Peace out, everybody.
Knight, Spectre of Torment is copyright 2017 Yacht Club Games. Jet Lancer is copyright 2020 Armor Games Studios. Wipeout XL is copyright 1996 Cygnosis Limited. Cruise and Blast is copyright 2017-2021 Raw Thrills. Sonic Origins is copyright 2022 Sega Games Company Limited. All right, we're out. Yes. Good show. Very. Good show. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody just, somebody just left a voicemail. Is it someone calling in to tell us their birth weight? <laughs> it might be on I'm playing it now. So, this is Ray. I was 10 pounds, 2 ounces. The way he says 10 pounds. Yeah, good. Oh, man. <laughs> the perfect length for a Ray voicemail. <laughs> uh. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y, hey, Sam you. L. Oh, shit. Mork, Tasty, Grammary, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, V. Kerrigan, and Rav Sieg. Uh, just a fantastic group of patrons that we've got there at patreon.com slash game that tune. You heard uh, it here first to all of our patrons. <laughs> Fuck you. Excellent timing on the soundboard, John. <laughs> I was trying to tape I was trying to time it for when you said Mork's name <laughs> and ah, I missed. You nailed it, John. <laughs> <laughs> um 